Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello? Anybody home? Dude, you gotta hear this. What? What is it? The true force has never been fully understood. Say, what is it? It boils down to two simple words. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. New England clam chowder. That's what I'm talking about. All right, let's keep rocking and rolling. Wonderful. Couldn't have said it better myself. It's rock and roll, brother, and we're rocking Handyman people, welcome to the Handyman Show. My name is Buddy Slowick, rock and roll handyman here until 12 o'clock, making all sorts of noise on the radio this morning. And because Old Miss basketball is coming up at 1030, and we will be uh, on just a few stations at that point in time, a lot of the Super Talk stations will go to that Old Miss basketball game at 1030. But that doesn't mean you can't get a hold of us, because you can. Still, we're streaming. Uh, you can catch us. There I am, my, myself, my ugly self on TV. <laughs> you can see it if you want to uh, by simply going to supertalk.fm, and you can get on all of our streaming devices, anything at all, whether your phone or your, your, you, you name it, we're available on there. Uh, as a matter of fact, I have the streaming app on my TV where I can actually watch us at home on my large screen TV, which is fun. Um, so you'll be able to build, pick us up locally if you have a desire to do so. Otherwise, we're going to be on uh, a few stations after 1030. Until then, and my guest, we've got a guest this first segment of the show. Jerry Clark with Clark Construction is here, and we're going to talk a little bit about what Clark Construction is all about. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, buddy. How are you? Oh, man. You know, it's really weird. Like I told you earlier, I came in here like asleep <laughs> and i stay that way until this red light comes on in my microphone and then all of a sudden i have to wake up and and well i do wake up i don't know if i have to or i just do but i guess the red light is my uh, signal that says oh, it's time to wake up <laughs> but yeah doing really well thank you chef i'm doing doing royal you doing ready well. you ready for the holidays no sir <laughs> no sir well uh, explain that i mean like you haven't done gift shopping or you haven't decorated or what or, uh, or you're not going to do either <laughs> well we're, we're in uh we're doing some of the decorating we're in the midst of it yeah um you know between work and everything else it's uh, i don't do a lot of the decorating my wife that's i get the tree up and then the rest of it is hers right, uh, right. Uh, nobody touches the tree except for she she does there you so, go which is good fine with me well you know what i've realized over the years it, it is strange to say this but it's true um Ladies just seem to have a touch on a tree that that well certainly I don't <laughs> and I set up my own tree but I got rid of the tree that I had for years and years it was a tree that you had to set up and it took three hours to just build the tree and then you had to put lights and all that stuff yeah. on it but I, I finally got a tree that you can take out of a box unfold plug in and it's already pre-lit <laughs> it takes about 10 minutes to set up and that's the kind of tree and then i decorate it from there so that's where to go yeah, yeah that's the only and at my my you know because i live without a lady in the house and i live by myself my me and my dog that's the way to go there you go <laughs> all right let's talk about some building projects and uh um you said lately you've been working on a lot of decks and a lot of decking material we have the um the last three decks that we've gone in to to do some you know just some minor repair work uh, sure. change out a few boards here and there uh we started changing out some boards and found out that not that not just some of the framework but on a couple of them all the framework was rotted wow um 
we are thought mine and and the customers and others uh have a feeling that the ice storm we had back in the um early part of the year uh-huh. may have had something to do with all the rot right uh, especially on one because um the snow was piled up on this deck on the, on the whole deck and it took a long time for it just kind of melt away because all, all the shade there was yeah, yeah. Uh, it's 25 30 years old but we re- we go in and re- uh, replace boards every year and we've never seen it like this yeah do you think uh, was it the, the framework of this deck was it pressure treated yes and it and it still decayed like that yes yeah i guess if enough moisture and enough uh correct elements get to that pressure yeah. treated can really well there, there was no sunshine hitting it yeah uh, it's all it's completely shaded uh, both front and back decks, and uh, they both wind up just by being a, a total redo. Like everything else, uh, the industry is continually changing and changing material that's available, and that's happened also in the decking industry where this new product, Yellowwood, which everybody is just so jumping on board and making, you know, thinking it's uh, the best way to go. And as far as building is concerned and handling, it is an easier way to go. As far as lasting as long, I'm not sure that it lasts as long as regular pressure treated. Well, and, and that's a good point. Um, I do like the yellow wood mm-hmm. because it is at least partially kiln dried. Right. Um, the boards on hull are straighter. Right. Um, and, you know, when you put them down, you're, you're not wasting a lot. Right. What I don't like about the regular pressure-treated lumber, it's heavy as can be, first of all. Very heavy. Um, and it's soaked. Yeah, it's, it, it is soaked. Um, it, you have to have an extended drying time before you can put a sealer or paint on it. Right. Uh, with the yellow wood, I think I still wait about three to four weeks right. before we put anything on it. But we use, uh, you know, at least three-inch um, screws. Yeah. Uh, that will you know bite real well, and, and we actually have found that some of these comp, uh, composite screws, composite decking screws, right. work really well. Yeah, because yeah. uh, they're they have threading all the way up. Yeah, um, but um, after about three four weeks, if you put a primer and two go, two good coats of paint on the the deck and or sealer. Um, then I think it, it's going to last a long time. Yeah, there and there are nowadays. There are certainly some good ways to treat uh, treatments for decks, uh, water repellents, and stains, and, and and solid stains, and even some paints that work exceptionally well in in doing that for your deck and can help you a whole lot. Uh, and I don't know. It's kind of my thought that if you're going to build a deck. And it is, let's just say you're going to use a product like Yellowwood, and that's okay. Um, But I really think regardless of what kind of deck you're building or how it's going to be built, that sooner or later, maybe within three weeks or four weeks, it does need to have some sort of coating put on it. Oh, most definitely. It's By itself, it's just not going to hold up, I don't believe. No. And, uh, you know, you're still leaving the bottom open. Right. If there is any... Um, you know, moisture still in the wood that needs to come out, at least the bottom will be open unless you... Uh, you know, seal it, it. However, you do it, also. Yeah, before you build it, you seal yeah. the whole thing. Which yeah. is, I but, guess that's probably not a bad plan, but that's not very many people do that. No, it's not very practical. Yeah, it's difficult to do for sure uh, because 
there's a lot of cutting involved in building a deck and a lot of you know measuring and making sure everything's just right and and once you cut something you may have pre-treated it and then you've got a raw end yeah <laughs> so uh we, and when we paint or seal we always try to seal the uh the cut ends yes which is probably as it is more important than sealing the top uh probably because of the way it, it wicks moisture yeah. into it like like if you put it and you also need to make sure that you have the grain going in the right direction that is something that people really don't have a grasp on and I guess the best way to explain that is if you look at a two by six and you look at the end grain that's been cut, it, it, it'll be cupped like a soup bowl will be cupped. Right. And the theory is that, that soup bowl should be turned like sort of upside down before it's applied on the deck. But if you look at most decks, that's not that's not how it happens. Most people will use the good side, whatever there's the better the best yeah. side up. And that will put the board down, upside down, which is more prone to warping. That's correct. And uh, that's why you need to really make sure that you, you do put the grain the way you, you just said. Yeah. It's like a couple put it upside down. Yeah. Um, and if you don't, you're asking for problems. If there's writing or if it's got dirt on it or something like that, if we do it, we're going to clean the deck before sure. we seal it. Sure. Uh, we'll pressure treat it, sand it, whatever we need to do. Um, and then we'll wait a couple of days, and hopefully the rain won't get it. Yeah, um, yeah. And then come in and do whatever kind of sealer we're going to use. Yeah. Uh, one thing I, I've been talking about lately, and I've been spent a lot of time on talking about, is uh, ledger boards on decks and how important they are. And what brought me to that discussion was being on decks that are like two stories, like second story decks. Mm-hmm. I've been on so many decks where the second story is like wobbly very much so <laughs> it scare you to death and i really do believe that a lot of that is two issues one the ledger board's not put up properly and two it doesn't have the proper support posts uh that's correct um they you get in and, and see some of the decks and all they're using is four by four posts throughout the whole thing right um most of the time if it's in a situation like you're you're saying on a two-story sure uh or even just off the ground um you know however many feet right um almost always at least a six by six on on all the corners right and depending on the width of the deck space them out sure every eight feet yeah and and yes six by six is definitely going to cost more than four by four but it's also more structural yeah and much more structural you know you need to make sure that you know depending on the 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 depth of it uh that there's going to be at least some six by sixes in there, uh-huh. not just all four by fours. Right. Leisure board. Um, a lot of people will just take and, and uh, run it from corner to corner uh, with support underneath it as they go. Right. Uh, but they don't uh, tie it into the house where right. it's going to hold properly. They think the support underneath it, which a lot of people do, they yeah. put, uh, you know, four by fours or. But, but if you take and you, and you put it up against the house, um, it, hopefully it's going to be straight, not like the one that I just mentioned to you earlier that was on a, <laughs> on a curve. Um, but, uh, you know, go ahead and, and pre-drill your hole, and there's all kind of concrete anchors. Don't use concrete screws. Don't use concrete screws. Don't use uh, concrete nails. Yeah. And my advice, and I've said this before, is is – 
there's a guy at Ace Bolt and Screw. His name is Ronnie, and he knows more about attaching ledger boards to deck for decks than anybody I know of. And he can tell you what type of fastener and how far apart they should be. But it's very important that the ledger board be attached properly to whatever surface it's going on. Now you claim that you just did one circular. Tell us a little bit how that worked. <laughs> Tell was, us it, that nightmare. It was it was time consuming. Let's put it that way. Yeah. It wasn't that difficult. It was just very time consuming. Right. Um, we uh, were on. We were replacing this uh, a deck, and part of it was um, attached to a driveway, um, and we had the ledger board uh, that the, the one that was there uh, existing was not put up properly. Right. So what we had to do was about every 12 inches, we had to put a cut into the 2 by 12 Yeah. And it went down, oh, maybe 4 or 5 inches. And we did that every foot. And that allowed us to take and bend the 2 by 12 and anchor it into the, the driveway itself. Well, I've seen that done many times, making an arch with sheetrock, but I've not seen it done in decking ledgers before. <laughs> uh, it was time-consuming. Yeah, I would think so. But, but it worked very well. And, I mean, actually, a, a good bit of knowledge has to go with that, because if you don't know how to go about doing something like that, you, it really can be perplexing. Yes. It can be, like, almost defeating. And you can... Not just put bluntly, you could screw it up pretty easy, easily. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you if your cuts are too deep, you're going to weaken the board way too much. Right. So you like a two by twelve is going to measure like inch and a half thickness or inch and maybe five eighths. Maybe uh, how how deep would you cut into that? About three to four inches. Um, I, I don't follow you. Um, well, from on the, having a board up against the concrete, yes, sir. You would cut down about four inches. I got you. Put, like put a, a, a slit in it. Like how deep is that slit going to be? If you've got an inch and a half to deal with, approximately. Um, you're going all the way down. You're cutting all the way through the wood. Are you oh, cut it all the way through the wood, about four inches down. I got you. And that allows the board to bend enough that you can anchor properly into the concrete. So the bottom is really a solid piece. Yes. Uh, you've got, like, got seven or eight inches of solid material. Exactly. And and then you've got the cut. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Okay. I'm beginning to, under, I'm beginning yeah. to understand. And, uh, you know, you have your support underneath that that is tied into also uh, with another straight board uh, not far off of it, just giving it that solidifying it across. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's... Well, that's good that that you're taking that kind of project on because, uh, unfortunately, because uh, a lot of people would go about it and probably not do the proper preparation for it. Else. Well, when we start pulling off some of the deck boards and found out that um, the uh, the framing underneath those boards were rotted. Uh, there was no way you could even put a screw into them. Right. Um, we start tearing some more off, and we found what we did. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, your company, Clark Construction, um, does everything besides just decking. What other type of work would you be interested in doing? Uh, well, we do uh, small repairs. Uh, we do uh, major renovations, additions. Um, all kinds of remodeling, uh, kitchens, bathrooms, flooring, paint, 
uh, drywall, uh, just anything that has to do with the house, uh, we do except for foundation work. And very little of what you do, from my understanding, is subbed out. Most of it is in-house. I do everything in-house except for um, if you need a whole new roof, right. I will uh, subcontract that out to the same person I've been using for 12 years. Which you have faith in. Very much. Yes. And he guarantees his labor for two, for two years. Yeah. Nobody else does. Yeah. That's, that's just a good yeah. thing because... You know very well, as I do, that, that a lot of roofs just are not put on properly. That is so correct, and we find them all the time. Yeah, and that's that's a shame because there's an awful lot of money tied up in putting on a roof, and if it's not done right. Well, we just finished a house yesterday that the um, the gentleman, or the husband and wife, had just kind of had a new roof put on yeah. a year ago, and we were having to go in and change uh, rotted fascia and soffit. God. And it was caused by one section was caused by the way the roof was put on and lack of flashing. Wow, wow. Well, it's important to do. Before we get too far, how do people get in touch with the Clark Construction? Um, probably the easiest way is just call 601-214-9463. 601-214-9463. Well, here comes the sun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I thank you for spending time with us uh, on this very first set here on, on the Handyman Show, and, and wish you a happy holiday. And uh, hey, well, Merry Christmas to you. People, when you're looking for a free estimate and you want somebody who will do a thorough, absolute job as far as giving you an estimate is concerned and an explanation of every bit of work that's going to be done, including the work that can't be seen, that will be addressed. Jerry Clark is the company. Give him a call at what number? 601-214-9463. Thank you very much, Jerry. I hope you have a great holiday season. You do the same, buddy. All Thank right. you. Listen to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show right here at Super Talk Mississippi. Be right back in just a few. Don't go away. At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back and play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. Gallo here. Look, we all know this. Increasing your ACT score could save you thousands of dollars in college tuition. The Jumpstart Test Prep Online Review has helped thousands of students improve their scores, and they can help you, too. JumpstartTestPrep.com reviews all the must-know contents and provides the tips, the strategies, and timed practices you need to purchase the entire review or just the subject you need the most help with at JumpstartTestPrep.com. Use promo code JUMP, J-U-M-P, at the checkout to save 30% on your purchase. Jumpstart Test Prep. Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 957-3841, 957-3841 now. 
Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. At Green Home Solutions, we make air better. Indoor air pollution can cause health risks, such as asthma, eye issues, itchy and sore throats, respiratory problems, and skin irritations. Green Home Solutions provides you the indoor air quality you want for your home or business without indoor air pollutions and without the use of harmful chemicals. Create a balanced, healthy, and clean environment with Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Call me, owner Michael Keaton, at 601-988-7840 or look for us on Facebook. Make your home merrier this Christmas. Miss Kelly's has thousands of products in stock and ready for you. Plus, with no money down financing and savings up to $300, we're furnishing happiness for the holidays. A new bedroom, a roomier dining set, or more seating in the family room. There's plenty to choose from on our website or in our showrooms. Then pick it up or have it delivered, and your furniture will arrive before Santa. Make this Christmas your merriest at Miss Kelly's. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Looking for the perfect gift? Get them a shirt from Untuck It. Untuck It shirts are designed to be worn untucked. They're the easiest way to keep him looking sharp and feeling comfortable. You can't go wrong with their super soft flannels, wrinkle-free shirts, performance shirts with stretch, and cozy sweaters that are all perfect for right now. They even have a line for her. Find the perfect gift for every guy on your list at one of 80-plus Untuck It stores or at UntuckIt.com. Untuck It. Shirts designed to be worn untucked. Malakalikimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright, the sun to shine by day, and all the stars at night. Yeah. What? <laughs> that that part I don't get, <laughs> but it's uh, uh, I guess that's how they say it in, in in Hawaii, huh? Yeah, I think the way you say it is like Mela Maliki Maka. I've been saying it wrong for years, but until I finally, I think I got it right. <laughs> who to, who taught you? <laughs> I think when I was, I remember singing the song in the car with my parents, and I messed it up somehow, and they're like. That is not how you say it. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
and Christmas is happening all over the world, and people are starting to get ready for it and, 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 and doing all the things they need to do, decorating and, and putting out strands of lights and just Christmas cheer is everywhere. Um, believe me, it's happening. But um, let's talk about the weather in the past week or so. It's been it's been absolutely drop-dead gorgeous outside, uh, and it's it's perfect weather, by the way, to open the windows in your house and let your house breathe. Uh, shut your heating unit off. The temperature's been in the mid-lower, upper 70s even, and it's a great time of year to let your house breathe and get some of the toxins that are in your house from outgassing or whatever they may be from to blow that air out and clear your house out with fresh air. It's a very good time of year to do that, and it's not going to affect at all the climate in the house. is not going to change, but the air is going to be fresher, the air is going to be cleaner, and, and it will help you a good deal. So it's a, a really good idea this time of year when, it's, when the weather allows to open your windows and let the home breathe because it can help you a great, great deal. Uh, right, and that can really do the trick for you. Very much so. Phone numbers are uh, our, our Super Talk calling line is 888-808-8637. And our C Spire text line is 601-879-4395. Going to Jim from Laurel and talk about proper boarding and decking. Hey, Jim, welcome to the Handyman Show. Good morning, buddy. And Merry Christmas before we go any further, okay? Well, I appreciate that. The same to you, sir. Now, what I was listening to Gary talking about a while ago, I had an episode about 20 years ago. Uh, I had my house redone. I was working. I, did, I couldn't do it myself. I built my house right by myself. But, uh, I was working in the oil field. And I was working 100 hours a week, so I didn't have time. So I, so I got somebody else to do it. Now, when they built my kitchen, they built a step-down kitchen, 9-foot ceiling, uh, 16 by 32. Right. I had a set of French doors on the back. They built me a deck out there. And in building this deck, they brought some lumber up from Hattiesburg, unloaded it in my yard. And I got there that evening. I looked at it, and I called this guy. I said, you tell him to come pick these boards up. He says, Wolf's bed's ends are touching. Yeah. So he come, got him, brought my wife there. And this, when he built this deck, he turned the inside of the lumber, the tree part where you see the curve going up, yes. he turned it up. I said, that ain't going to get it. Yeah, that's why we always build our decks. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people do build decks that way, and it's a shame they do. It, it does. And all that water running off the back of my house, yeah. I Thompson water sealed this. I don't know how many times. That deck lasted five years. Yeah. Yeah. Come apart. The deck boards have to be put down the correct way with the bowl of the the arch of the wood facing down. Uh, the bowl has to be, so to speak, upside down, if you will, or the the curve has to be facing downward. Uh, and, and that's the best way to build it. And that way it prevents warping and it, it helps it helps the, maintain the integrity of the deck so much more. Okay, one one other thing, buddy. Sure. My mother and daddy, I, I give this land out here next door to me, and uh, he, Mom and Daddy bought him a double-wide trailer moved it out here, and they lived in this trailer for a while. Daddy decided he wanted a roof on top of it. Yeah. So he talked some... I, they called themselves carpenters. I call them flybinite. <laughs> uh, they took and put up four-by-four four posts in front of this trailer and behind it. And the front of the trailer is like... The posts are eight foot long. On the back side of it, one post back there is 12 foot long. Wow. Uh-huh. 
Wow, four by four, twelve foot long posts. Yeah. Is oh my god! And it warped and went to bending and twisting. <clears throat> and I went and bought a eight or ten four by sixes because I didn't have room for the six by six. Right. But uh, I put them back there on that. I don't know what kind of board you cut band, band where they tie that band around it. Yes. Anyhow, I use a, a drill and I drill down in it uh, six by six about halfway and put a six inch lag boat all the way down it. Right. Right. It's like it, it, it's basically what they've done is they put a pole a pole barn above their double wide. But I had put four, uh, four by sixes. Every place they put a four before. Yeah. I had to put them there, and then I built on the back of this trailer, 14 by 60, and I had to go through the floor and cut a hole and angle, take them four by sixes and put them in sideways, down angle, and then flip them up. Yeah, that's amazing. I had the hole dug already, and I lined about, I used them lag boats again, and I bolted through that band up there to the four by sixes. And then I got them hanging there, and it's all level. Then right. I poured it full of cement. Right. Got about four inches of cement below the four by six, and then about a foot above it. Yeah. It, when you're doing 12 foot vertical, a four by four isn't going to cut it. That's all there is to it. It's I 10 foot, but it, it's. I like to say it twisted anyhow, and I didn't house let her fall hurt my mom and dad. Sure. <laughs> yeah, and then they put a roof on top of it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. Now, and then now I've got a uh, ten roof on it. Yeah, I come out, stripped it out one before, uh-huh. and put them ten, put that ten roof up there. And I thought I was going to be able to sleep good listening to that rain hit that ten. <laughs> you can't hear that rain. <laughs> <laughs> well, the yeah. the mobile home probably is it a mobile home? Yes. Yeah, that probably has a roof on it as well. <laughs> oh yeah, right now it's got one, two, three roofs on. <laughs> well. Stay warm. Yeah. With just a pilot light on, they got one of these uh, heaters with a pilot light stays on. this control. Right. And just a pilot light burning. Well, heat rises, and, and that's going to stop the, any heat from escaping. That's for sure. When you got that many roofs on board. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, well, buddy, I appreciate a lot. I just want to call and ask you about this. Hey, I really appreciate uh, your show and Garden Mamas, but I got up a little bit too late. I got arthritis and I couldn't get up this morning. Yeah, and uh, I miss guarding my mom at the last fifteen minutes. But I got you though, by George. Well, we thank you for that, and I appreciate you calling. And hope you have a great holiday season. You too, buddy. All right, take care. All right, I appreciate all of our listeners and all of the people who text in and just uh, messages to us. And uh, it, it's really it makes a big difference to what we we do, and and it really, I mean. Why do we do the Handyman Show? We do it for people. We do it for you guys. We do it for people who listen to the radio and go, that man on the radio is crazy. But you know what? Once someone says he'll find say something that makes sense, and most times that comes from somebody else. <laughs> it's just I'm a I'm a, I'm a uh, it comes through me. Uh, uh, people like Jerry Clark and people like that who really have some experience. Of course, I've got a few years of experience myself in this industry, uh, and I, I lean on that a great deal. But a lot of the things I say on the radio come from people who are really in the industry and, and, and know exactly what should be done and how it should be done. Hey, let me take a minute to tell you about Revel Ace Hardware, one of the better hardware stores in the sound of my voice. Revel Ace Hardware all over central Mississippi. 
You can find a Revelace anywhere you go here in central Mississippi, and they really care about the holiday season. They will make sure they've got calendars for next year. They've got all the Christmas things that you need to, extension cords and, and lighting and all of that that's necessary, as well as a lot of their stores are power equipment centers. And the one in Pearl, of course, is a major power equipment center where they have huge, they have a building right next door to their main building. But when you're talking about any sort of hardware item, you don't need to go to get lost at a big box home center. You need to go to Revel Hardware where they'll help you. Customer service is what they do best, and they will take care of your wants and your needs. Uh, just about all of my VIP sponsors shop at Revel Hard- Hardware. I do as well. It's a great store. Go see my friends, Revel Ace Hardware. They really have their act together and can help you any way that you want to. Open six days a week from six, um, I'm sorry, seven in the morning till six in the evening. Revel Ace Hardware, go see them. Tell them you heard them, Bob, on the Handyman Show. Yeah, that'll surprise them. <laughs> We'd like to surprise them. Well, you know what? We haven't said hello to Daniel yet today. How are you, Daniel? I'm doing pretty good, buddy. What about you? Hey, awful quiet back there. What's going on? Just keeping an eye on all the monitors and everything. Yeah, there's not much to do back there, is there? <laughs> you go, Just making sure that you go live. You've got about 17 monitors facing you, and I don't know, board. And, oh, it's about 18 at most. Yeah, and a TV board and a sound board and just all sorts of things going on. Daniel's a busy person. Very, very few people realize how important it is to have a producer that really understands what's going on behind the glass back there. Uh I mean, you see a lot in the studio because you see us live here on, on, on when they're streaming, but you rarely see the things in the production room. The producer just stays like has to be a busy person keeping track of all the phone calls, all the texts, all the messaging that comes through. So, uh, oh yeah, I do it all. Daniel does it all, and and, and we appreciate having him on board. All right. Um, a lot of people want to be their own builder, whether they're building a home or adding a deck or remodeling. Uh, and there's some necessary things in in being your own builder that, that people need to be aware of. Uh, one, you have to first say to yourself, do I have the time? Just like Jim from Laurel was just saying, he built his own house and he had time to do that. Then he got working in the oil field and he needed a deck built and he did not have the time to do that. So you have to employ somebody to do that. Uh, So he didn't have the time to do that. He had to get somebody else to do it. He wasn't particularly happy where they worked, but not here nor there. He got that taken care of. Thing is, if you're going to be your own builder, can you do all of the things that are necessary to get done, or some of it has to be subbed out? And do you have the knowledge? And I say that saying you have to understand that building science is changing all the time. Uh, And it's changing for many different reasons, whether it be the climate change or whether it be solar control or whether it be just there's so many different type of materials available today that weren't available five, ten years ago. Materials have changed so very, very much. And you have to kind of be aware of that. What is the best material to use for the project that you intend to do? And also you have to be aware of changing building codes because they do change from time to time uh, as well as flood zones change from time to time Uh, all that's very important to understand and then do you have all the necessary tools 
do you know how to use them? Um, of course, there's a lot of uh, available information by doing research into this project. I don't care. Use the computer, use magazines, use television, use radio programs. There's so much information to be had uh, to show you how to do something correctly. As a matter of fact, I've spent a good deal of time talking about applying ledger boards. Well, if you go to your computer and you just put in attaching ledger boards for decking material, there'll be uh, probably a half a dozen different type YouTube uh, videos available to you to show you exactly how it's done on what type of material. So uh, it's very important that that you're able to do everything yourself. So if you're going to use... Uh, subcontractors to do a certain project. Like, let's say you're remodeling a kitchen. Well, maybe you don't want to do the plumbing, or you're not qualified to do the plumbing, or the plumbing needs to be inspected. It's time to get somebody involved that has a plumbing license and can do all that. And it is time to really maybe sub that portion of the project out. Same is true with electrical. Uh, some of the electrical work that we do can be done but some requires inspections and permits. Uh, so be aware of all of that. Uh, you have to really, a lot of work goes, goes into being your own contractor on a project. Uh, you have to make sure you have all the protective gear, uh, that you know how to dispose of proper waste if there is waste involved. Uh, because things have changed, folks, over the years. Things, people want to just, treat waste a lot differently than what they used to years ago. Many, many things have changed. So being your own contractor, yeah, it's a good thing. It can be a good thing. But I don't think many people have the time to do that in this day and age. And so they end up hiring somebody. And that in itself has plenty of risks involved with it. You have to be really, really comfortable with the person you hire. Handyman Show right here at Super Talk Mississippi. My name is Buddy Slowick. Be back in a short minute. Don't go away. No matter where you go, Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. 
join us each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for the Word of Truth here on Super Talk Mississippi. That's the Word of Truth each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station or online at supertalk.fm. Supertalk.fm, Supertalk.fm, your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm, everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fm. This is Poll Paris with Fox News Director of Polling, Dana Blandon. Gas prices are at a seven-year high. No wonder most, 72%, say prices at the pump pose a financial hardship for their family. Our Fox News survey also asked, what should President Biden do to bring down prices? A majority says, take action. Relax regulations on domestic drilling or open strategic oil reserves. But one in four says, do nothing. Either keep costs high to discourage people from driving or let the market decide prices. A third of voters believe Biden is happy about higher gas prices because it'll spur use of alternative energy. A recent comment from White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki explains why they might think that. Look, our view is that the rise in gas prices over the long term makes an even stronger case for doubling down our investment and our focus on clean energy options. But it's hard to believe Biden's happy given the 10-point drop in his approval rating. I'm Dana Blanton. That's your poll Purry. Get the news that matters to Mississippi on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Each weekday starting at 10 a.m., Gerard brings you a spirited debate on the key stories of the day with the newsmakers and powerful reporting on the issues you care about. Listen on your local Super Talk station or anywhere you get Super Talk Mississippi. And watch the show live on C Spire Channel 70, Super Talk TV, and on the Super Talk Mississippi app. program right here at Super Talk Mississippi. My name is Buddy. Going to be here until 12 o'clock making all sorts of noise on the radio. Talking about uh, fixing up and repairing your home and getting ready for the holiday season. Um, I mentioned earlier that a lot of people are decorating uh, at right now for, for the holiday season if they haven't already or they're going to in the next few weeks. And there's a lot to that. And a lot of times electricity is involved with that. Well, that's where we have to be careful. Um, And what do I mean by be careful? Don't overload any outlet with too many 
uh, Ys or, or, or extension cords or, or like plug in four things into one outlet uh, because an outlet doesn't have that many amps available to it, and it may be overloading that outlet. Now, on top of that, if you're going to use extension cords, always make sure they're in really, really good shape. Use the shortest extension cord you possibly can, and use heavy-duty extension cords whenever possible, particularly with outside lighting. Uh, Heavy-duty extension cords can really make the big difference in getting the proper electricity to the lighting and, and, and whatnot that we decorate with Christmas. The good news is a lot of the lighting today is LED lighting, which is much more efficient than regular incandescent lighting because it's it's more energy efficient, much more energy efficient. Uh, it puts out very little heat and uh, uh you know, like a 60-watt bulb, I think, uses like 8 watts of energy nowadays. So you interpret that into like uh, Christmas lighting and things like that, and it really it cuts down on the usage of electricity a great deal, help you a great lot. But if you're going, just be careful. Don't use any kind of frayed or used extension cords because that can create, that's a fire hazard. And also overloading an outlet is a fire hazard as well. And you don't need fire hazard happening. And something I always do, and I kind of recommend that everybody do this, is if you're leaving the house and you know you're going to be gone for a, any period of time at all, maybe it's time to unplug some of the Christmas lighting and let that just rest a little bit. Uh, and I know that you want your house to look good and everything, and maybe in the outside it's okay because you used heavy-duty extension cords and everything's all right, but... Unplug the tree, uh, particularly if you're using live trees. Live trees, live trees need water. That's all there is to it. If you put a live tree in your house, which a lot of people still do and still believe in live trees, and live trees are great, but they consist- consistently need water, and they tend to get brittle the more time they spend inside because the air in the house is very dry and we lived in a controlled climate area. Uh, And so they're going to dry out. And as they become more brittle, they become more prone to a fire hazard. And and you just want to make sure that, that there's less opportunity for fire than there would be otherwise. And sometimes unplugging them is the best thing you can do by not using them 24-7. Uh, like if you're going to go away for half a day, hey, unplug the tree. Unplug the lights that go around inside the house. Um, you know, and you don't need your exterior lights that decorate your home on during the daytime. It's just, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, people can't hardly see them, and it's, it's just not the thing to do. So uh, decorating for Christmas, it's just a lot of fun to do. And a lot of people, they some people go whole hog and, and want to do a, an immense amount of Christmas decorations, and other people just do the minimum of Christmas decorations. I've gotten to the point <laughs> in my life where I do all of my decorating inside, and I do very little to, to the outside of the house anymore. I just, I mean, yes, I've been through the family, and we did all that, and did the outside, and I kind of gave up on that. Kind of gave. You know, I do just the inside. But Daniel, his his uh, his crazed family does 
Full tilt boogie. <laughs> uh, well, I wouldn't necessarily say a full tilt boogie. I would say we're kind of like in between, like <laughs> full, like big, going big or going small. Right. Um, we don't usually decorate a whole lot inside. We'll usually put our stocking, our tree up. Well, my my grandmother, my grandparents have like all these Christmas knickknacks that yeah. they've collected for so many years. We'll put those out. But outside is where I'm like. Okay, we need to go like either big or at least a little <laughs> big. But um my neighbor on the other hand, um I don't know if you've seen this, but if you go on Pearson Road right. on 468 and okay. you're heading south okay. towards um Richland, right. there's a neighborhood right before you hit Napoleon. This house <laughs> they go all out like their whole like their whole house is covered in lights. They got a giant six foot inflatable, like seven foot maybe, a few li- uh, light up Christmas tree, like the ones like the electronic Christmas trees you see outside. Right. Sure, it's decked out, and I'm like, their electric bill has got to be <laughs> so be high, and I'm like, they better have a good job to support that. Really? Well, the, again, uh, the good news is maybe maybe some of that today is LED lighting, uh, and maybe some of it's just old school lighting. Which, again, the electric bill would run crazy with old school lighting. Oh yeah, but like just the way they uh, just decorate is so big, and I'm just like. If I did that to my house, my dad would kill me <laughs> because the, he would say, you're causing the electric bill to go high. And I'm like, I know, but it's Christmas. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, good luck with that argument. <laughs> good luck with that argument. But, uh, yeah, I expect the electric companies are, are, are expecting to be, be a peak energy usage usage this time of year because of that situation. People are getting ready for Christmas and doing so much more for, of it. Um, and And... It, it it just makes such a big difference. But I, again, I don't do a lot outside. I do most of mine inside, and most I I say a lot. I don't do a lot. I have a tree and I have it decorated, and I have knickknacks around. And some of them are ancient that were given gifts to me years ago that have a special meaning to me from uh, knickknacks, so to speak. Uh, and I also have a little Christmas village, which my grandkids love. The Christmas village, uh, it's like. like I don't. They play with it all the time. It's got an ice pond on it. It has everything, snowflakes and. Oh yeah, like for like some of the knickknacks that we have at my house. Um, years ago, I don't know how long we've had this, but like my grandparents got my dad. This was when he was a kid. Um, they got him like these Mickey Mouse. Uh, clocks where like yeah. you like you hook them on your wall and when you turn them on, they sing. Uh, they. Basically, um, I don't, I can't remember the song they sang, but it's an old Christmas song, and um, they they all pop out doing their different voices. Like you'll have Goofy's like, bow 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 bow, and then you'll have Mickey, and then Donald, and then all them, and then Pluto, and then one knickknack that they have that I've known is they'll have like this Santa ornament uh-huh. where. They have little pre- like he's on his sleigh and like it's a white sled with uh, little presents in it and it's just and when you open it up it's just a bunch of matches and <laughs> well people do different things at Christmas time that's for sure oh yeah uh, and uh, and and really you know get ready for the season well getting back to handyman stuff uh, a lot of people what. Where'd that come from? 
That's Christmas music. <laughs> hey, you're listening to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show right here on Super Talk Mississippi. And we are coming back with a music segment in a little bit. And you know what the music segment is going to involve today? I didn't hear you. It's uh, We're going to talk a little bit about Christmas music. <laughs> so stick with us. Be back. My name is Buddy Slower Candyman. Be right back on Super Talk Mississippi. When you hear decisions are being made by state lawmakers and how will they affect you your family and community if you listen if you listen you'll know super talk mississippi the super talk app and at supertalk.fl hi i'm billy kinder host of big billy kinder outdoors here the show saturdays at one right here on super talk mississippi turkeys whitetail grenada lake crappie or gulfport redfish we enjoy it all especially when you're in camp with us on super talk mississippi in a world full of noise, the latest news. Finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. When it comes to the outdoors, we are one. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the great outdoors. So let's talk about it. Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews. Mondays starting at noon here on Super Talk Mississippi. Presented by the Foundation Protecting Our Outdoors Heritage. Listen or watch the show anywhere you get Super Talk Mississippi. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. A military veteran who doesn't let a disease stop him from doing what he loves the most makes today's Dean's List. Norman Greenstein is known as the Parkinson's painter. In high school, his art teacher said he'd never make it as an artist. So he did other things for a career. He still did his art from time to time, but never as a full-time job. But after being diagnosed with Parkinson's three years ago, Norman decided to take up his passion again, full-time, and wanted to raise awareness for those that live with the same illness. Gabe Greenstein says his father continues to fight through his challenges to do what he loves. An online gallery was launched to feature his beautiful art. In 2018, Norman, who lives in Hartford, Connecticut, began selling his first paintings, with galleries exhibiting his work. The team is also working on releasing Norm's first digital art collection. Well done, Norman. Keep on doing what you love. That's what life is all about. Janice Dean, Fox News. When you listen to Super Talk Mississippi, you become part of a statewide community, a community of knowledgeable, engaged, enlightened, well-informed, hardworking men and women just like you, all eager to see the Magnolia State grow and prosper. There may be some disagreement on how to get there, but the goal remains the same, for each Mississippian to reach their American dream. Thanks for listening and being a part of the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi. 
is Fox on Justice. Google in the spotlight as an unredacted version of a lawsuit filed by Texas AG Ken Paxton on behalf of 15 states charges the company with rigging the online advertising market and squashing the competition. Google operates AdEx, the largest electronic trading market for online ads in existence, processing 11 billion online ad spaces every day. The company also owns the largest buy-side and sell-side online ad brokers and colluded with Facebook to maintain its competitive position. The result? Well, according to the suit, the company dominates the business, taking a 22 to 42% cut of all ad spending. One senior Google employee admitting the analogy would be if Goldman or Citibank owned the New York Stock Exchange. Google, for its part, says the lawsuit is riddled with inaccuracies. Jerry Willis, Fox News. To have access to an abortion. A decision is not expected until around mid-June. For Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Who doesn't love a good laugh and free car advice? Well, it depends on the advice. Tune into Under the Hood and you can have both. I'm Russ, along with Shannon and Chris, your hosts for two of the best hours you'll spend this week. We've been the Motor Medics since 1990, and we'll tackle any question you can throw at us. You don't have to be a car person to love Under the Hood. We've got something for everyone right here every week. Under the Hood, Saturdays from 3 to 5 p.m., right here on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. If you need a contractor to help rebuild your home after a disaster, don't get scammed. Go licensed. Be skeptical about door-to-door offers of repair services. Ask friends and family for recommendations of contractors that they've used. Get at least three bids and never pay in cash. Don't make a bad situation worse. Protect yourself and your family after disaster strikes. Go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Lawmakers will take up medical marijuana in the upcoming session, something Representative Noah Sanford says he gets asked about frequently. At this point, I can't really tell him much because yeah. it's, you know, it's all been in negotiations mainly between the chairman and now the governor's office. It's not something that most of us have been privy to. Governor Tate Reeves has refused to call a special session on the issue, saying he believes, as written, the plan leans more toward recreational than medical marijuana. And state casinos continue to break records. Mississippi Gaming Director Larry Gregory said statewide Mississippi is at about $2.2 billion. The Tunica market has brought in about $650 million so far, and they want to add more development to that area. We would love to have, and I mean, I've not been in negotiations with mm-hmm. anyone, but I mean, some non-gaming aspects of yeah. economic development, say like a racetrack. He says the type of track that would work is not one where you would watch other drivers, but one where you can run your own car. I'm Andy Davis. Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. Astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo. Every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. 
The Dean's List with Janice Dean. A military veteran who doesn't let a disease stop him from doing what he loves the most makes today's Dean's List. Norman Greenstein is known as the Parkinson's painter. In high school, his art teacher said he'd never make it as an artist. So he did other things for a career. He still did his art from time to time, but never as a full-time job. But after being diagnosed with Parkinson's three years ago, Norman decided to take up his passion again, full-time, and wanted to raise awareness for those that live with the same illness. Gabe Greenstein says his father continues to fight through his challenges to do what he loves. An online gallery was launched to feature his beautiful art. In 2018, Norman, who lives in Hartford, Connecticut, began selling his first paintings, with galleries exhibiting his work. The team is also working on releasing Norm's first digital art collection. Well done, Norman. Keep on doing what you love. That's what life is all about. Janice Dean, Fox News. What decisions are being made by state lawmakers and how will they affect you, your family and community? If you listen, if you listen, you'll know. Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Hear the show Saturdays at 1, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi. force has never been fully understood. Say, what is this? It boils down to two simple words. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. New England clam sugar. That's what I'm talking about. All right, let's keep rocking and rolling. Wonderful. Couldn't have said it better. Mister. It's rock and roll, brother, and we're rocking tonight. Yeah, da-da-da, da-da-da. Da-da-da, da-da-da. Da-da-da, da-da-da. All right, Rock and Roll Handyman Show right here in Super Talk, Mississippi. And I thought we'd just be in the 11 o'clock hour, just talk a little bit, not very much about music today. And I thought I'd focus somewhat on Christmas music. Now, Christmas music definitely sets a mood. Uh, And uh, a good portion of the people, people in general, really enjoy listening to Christmas music. There are those who, uh, I have a child who doesn't like Christmas music at all, <laughs> stays totally away from it, <clears throat> uh, doesn't want to hear it at all. Uh, that's their problem. <laughs> I happen to enjoy Christmas music. But the fact of the matter is a lot of the true Christmas music is is aged and has uh, has not only and has grown uh, more popular with age and it's gotten better with age. Um, you know things like White Christmas and things like Christmas music can, has the ability to transport you to a different time. There's many songs I can listen to that I can be sitting in my living room here in central Mississippi and be transported to the little town I grew up in, Bourne, Massachusetts, right on the Cape on the Cape Cod Canal, uh, and I can actually be a part of a Christmas, a white Christmas up there, just from listening to a certain song at Christmas time. So I have Christmas music on in my house. I have two or three sources to get it from, uh, and I enjoy it a great deal. And I think a lot of it. And there's, a, there's some very good. Newer Christmas music coming out as well that has been happening over the years. And 
some of it maybe not so new yet. You, you talk about songs like Alabama did uh, 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 Christmas in Dixie, not uh, many years ago, but still, it's a valid song and it's a very good song. And there's so many great songs that have just been redone by by contemporary artists in a contemporary vein that are older type songs that still have that magic, that Christmas magic to them. Uh, and, and Christmas songs, I mean, it can set a mood for the day. It's often it's often soft and worshipful, and it's uh, it is able to transport you to another time and place, as a lot of music does. But Christmas music probably can do that more so than ever. Uh, I don't know if all of you have gotten to experience Christmas during a snowstorm or when it's snowing out. It's like. It's magical. It's 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 wow. And I know a lot of people travel from this part of the country to another part of the country where there is snow at uh, at that time of year and enjoy it very much. And matter of fact, I know one couple that takes their family to uh, up into Vermont into the mountains, uh, and they have snow a lot at winter time up there, and they enjoy their Christmas there. Uh, and that happens an awful lot. But it's all based on. Uh, the music can really set the mood, and I think it does at Christmas time a lot. Yeah, I will say this. Speaking of uh, Christmas music, mm-hmm. what's so weird is like you'll hear all these great songs and great artists who will sing them, but to be honest, it's basically the only time you'll actually hear artists like Bing Crosby, Andy Williams, Perry Como, right. Nat King Cole, all of them on the radio because like right now we hardly hear their music and all that. Like all throughout the year until it's Christmas. Until it's Christmas, and I uh, know yeah. those are great artists. And you know, a person that fits in that same mode of those people that you just mentioned is Karen Carpenter. She really does. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the only time you'll basically hear her and all these different artists. And I'm like, well, these are the artists that actually kind of brought music into the radio, and like we don't even hear them that much anymore. And I'm Not just much like. At all. Can we just bring them back, just kind of introduce, like, the new generation, like, what our grandparents and great-grandparents used to listen right. to? Just introduce them to, like, what music actually was from that point that until point, the yeah. music that kids listen to nowadays. And those artists are just tremendous. I mean, you listen to Nat King Cole sing about chestnuts roasting on an open fire. It's like, wow. <laughs> it's like, it's so good. It's unbelievable. Uh, and... That's pretty much, I think Christmas music has as many venues, of course, and many different ways to go, but it all celebrates that time of year, that time of year, uh, whether, uh, you know, just what Christmas means to you. It means something different, I think, to a lot of different people, but to me it means definitely the birth of Jesus, and it's, 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 it's an important time of year for me for that. And I've been involved many, many, many years in uh, uh, church presentations and, and large, huge pageants where I was the sound committee chairman and had to run all of orchestras and, choir, and huge choirs and plays that would go on showing live and we'd have live animals in the productions time. I mean, and we'd start some of these productions sometimes in September to start planning them. And a lot of them, as soon as they'd end, the people in charge would start planning for next year. And that has gone on. And the past few years, I've been in a smaller church 
which has just done a Christmas celebration with a, a, a singing tree and whatnot, and they kind of uh, developed from that into just a choir doing a presentation and a small little pageant, if you will, doing a little bit of play and doing some great, great, great Christmas music. It's, it's, a, it's a good time of year. I love Christmas. It's a good time of year. But I hope you enjoy it as well. And I'll, I'll actually say this, buddy. Um, my church, you know, uh, Cross Gates Baptist Church, they're actually doing a a live Christmas show at um, this actually this coming weekend sure. called Manger at the Throne, which basically talks about this, which basically is the story of Jesus and his birth to his death on the cross to the resurrection, and it's going to be really good and great. They have, like, actors and costumes and all that? Oh, yeah. I think I think a few of my friends are actually playing. I know one of them, I think Jay is playing uh, Joseph, I think. I'm not 100% sure about that, but I know he's definitely going to be in it, and then there's probably going to be a few others. I don't know f- who's in it, but I know it's going to be really good. I'm happy to hear that those kind of pageants are still going on because I was involved a long time with uh, the major, major pageants. At at that time, Colonial Heights was on Old Canton Road, and we would do major pageants in there, major pageants. And it was fun to be a part of that. All, all of my family would get involved and do different parts in the pageant. And a matter of fact, my daughter, my youngest daughter, she was uh, she got to sing "Happy Birthday Jesus" in front of a 150 piece choir with a who knows how big the probably a 50 piece orchestra and people acting and acting all over the stage and here she is a very young lady I think she was like six years old maybe singing "Happy Birthday Jesus" to this whole crowd and in a costume as well uh, and it was just it was a magical moment I have the, yeah. all that on film yeah. <laughs> Uh, I remember um, years ago, I, I, I found one of those old VHS tapes, and right. I actually did see my cousins actually performing that yeah. at their church, and we still have the video at our house, and it's actually <laughs> really good. And then, actually, this is actually very funny. A few days ago, I think this was this past Thursday, David Phelps, the Christian contemporary artist, right. actually came to Brandon at Crossgates sure. to perform his uh, Christmas tour. Yeah, which is amazing. I mean, some of those tours are just like they'll blow you away. They're so good. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I I listened to David Phelps. I remember the first time I listened to David Phelps, it was with a comedic Christian yep. named Mark Lowry. And, oh wow! And that was and those when he w- he did that with uh, Bill Gaither and the vocal group, and right. that was awesome yeah it was awesome oh uh, yeah yeah the christmas music is special and 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 Crossgates is a good a great church uh, i have some family members that go there as well so it is really it's a good church i, I enjoy it. I, don't, I don't go there myself but uh that, that's definitely one of the churches that still do pageants around <clears throat> i hope some still do but at any rate that's music for today and if you have a comment on that or something you'd like to add to it hey let us know you can talk, call us at 888-808-8637 that's our super talk call in line or you can text us Anything at all that you've got to say is fine. 601-879-4395. Keep it clean, folks. (laughs) Because we won't say the bad stuff on the air. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. That's all you can do. That's, That's the only rule. Keep it clean. All right. Back to handyman stuff. Well, a lot of people want to buy 
a used home, a home that's been lived in before, and there's a lot of that going on. Uh, of course, houses are getting more and more scarce and getting harder to get into, and building has changed so much. Building is getting more and more scarce to get a home built because uh, <clears throat> things are slowing down a little bit. Because of the escalation in the economy, uh, inflation has just hurt so many things in so many ways. But still, people are looking to buy a used home. And so they'll get an inspector to come through and do his inspection or do her inspection, whatever it may be, uh, because there are some good female inspectors. I don't mean to slight them by any means. Uh, there, there are some real great female inspectors, as a matter of fact. Uh, but once you get that inspection report and you read through it, it may look as though everything's fine, but it's up to you as the individual to really take a second look at the HVAC system and the roofing. That's Those are the two most important things you can look at. How old is the HVAC system? Is it an ancient one? Just because it still works and it works fine doesn't mean it's going to continue to work years down the road, months down the road, weeks down the road even. Uh, those are important things to look at. How old is the system? What type is it? Has it been around? Is there a mix match in material because the condenser a unit outside is different than the unit inside, different brand name because they've had changes made? That can be okay, but are they compatible? Does everything work properly? Uh, it's a real good idea to get your hand handle on how your HVAC system works and how well it works. That's important. And then it's also important to take a good look at the roof uh, and, and have the roof. I know the inspectors probably looked at it, but a lot of inspectors just don't end up going up on roofs and doing a proper inspection. They do it either with a drone or or they do it from the ground with their eyeball. Uh, and uh, I don't know. You, you, we really have to get on a roof to get an understanding of how well it's put together. Uh, and that's important to do. Uh, and not everybody need, belongs on a roof, believe me, uh, because it's it's dangerous. Uh, so, you know, delegate. It's time to delegate. Um, but that's important to do. And just be sure when you're buying a new home that you know exactly what you're getting into and what exactly the house is all about. Uh, foundation problems, uh, you know, the type of windows, the type of doors. Is it energy efficient? All that's so very important. Uh, Two, you're able to stay in that house in a period of time that'll that'll make you very happy and, and it'll appreciate as well. So it's very important to buy a home that you know is going to be, it was well built, it has good material in it. Even if it's been a, a flipped house and it looks like everything in it is brand new, that still doesn't mean it isn't time to check out the HVAC system because your heating and air can really be make a big difference uh even in a house that's been flipped and has everything brand new and it, it looks like like oh wow if you feel we walk in and all of a sudden you feel like this is home man this feels great but then you get looking deeper inside it like the heating and air system and you find out this may be more trouble than it's worth that's something to check out check it out it's important all right uh and I just had to say that because I think a lot of people are in the market, uh, and the market is just as strange today as it's been a long, long time. Uh, 
prices are up, uh, availability is down, uh, money's hard to get a hold of, or, or there's more restrictions on how you can get loans nowadays. Uh, things are changing, folks, and things are going to continue to change for a while yet. Uh, and, and as we go into the next year, we'll see changes again, uh, and, and more and more and more and more. It will be changing as Christmas goes on. All right. Talk a little bit about seal failure. And I know we've discussed this a lot on the air, and I think it's time that we talk about it again. Uh, Seal failure basically is insulated glass that gets foggy on the inside. And once that happens, there's really not a way to correct that. Now, there's a Band-Aid fix going around that can make it look like it just disappeared. But in my opinion, that's a Band-Aid fix. It may disappear for a while, but it will be back. Uh, so I really believe the only way seal failure can be handled is by changing the glass. And that will cure your seal failure. One They're making seals that hold insulated glass together much better today than they were years ago. The seals are stronger. The seals are better. And uh, they're not apt to give you these little pin leaks that can create seal failure as much. Because that's all it takes to create seal failure is just a little pin leak, just a little air to get inside. And that air carries some moisture with it. And the moisture stays in there and creates fog inside, in betwixt your glass and cannot be gotten rid of. And it cannot be gotten rid of. The only way to do it is change out your window, which a lot of people think they have to do, or just change the glass. And there's a lot of glass companies that will just come out, do a measurement on your glass, make sure that all the mutton bars line up, everything's just right, and change just the glass. Uh, I know a couple of glass companies that will be happy to do that. So if you'd like to uh, just, well, you can email me. Uh, email me at bslow07 at aol.com, and I'll be happy to refer you to two or three glass companies that can do the trick for you. That's bslow07, S-S-L-O-W, B-S-L-O-W-0-7 at aol.com. And I know people are going... Well, I used to use an AOL for <laughs> I have been for years and probably will be for a few more years. And you'll be happy to know that a lot of people still up north use AOL as well. Handyman Show here at Super Talk Mississippi. My name is Buddy. Going to be here for a while. And, uh, hey, keep it tuned right here at Super Talk. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors, here the show Saturdays at 1, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi. 
Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. In a world full of noise. The latest news. Finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. This is Fox on Justice. Google in the spotlight as an unredacted version of a lawsuit filed by Texas AG Ken Paxton on behalf of 15 states charges the company with rigging the online advertising market and squashing the competition. Google operates AdEx, the largest electronic trading market for online ads in existence, processing 11 billion online ad spaces every day. The company also owns the largest buy side and sell side online ad brokers and colluded with Facebook to maintain its competitive position. The result? Well, according to the suit, the company dominates the business, taking a 22 to 42% cut of all ad spending. One senior Google employee admitting the analogy would be if Goldman or Citibank owned the New York Stock Exchange. Google, for its part, says the lawsuit is riddled with inaccuracies. Jerry Willis, Fox News. Who doesn't love a good laugh and free car advice? Well, it depends on the advice. Tune into Under the Hood and you can have both. I'm Russ, along with Shannon and Chris, your hosts for two of the best hours you'll spend this week. We've been the Motor Medics since 1990, and we'll tackle any question you can throw at us. You don't have to be a car person to love Under the Hood. We've got something for everyone right here every week. Under the Hood, Saturdays from 3 to 5 p.m., right here on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. This is House Call for Health. Drug overdose deaths in the United States topping 100,000 annually. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's National Center for Health Statistics releasing provisional data showing 100,306 overdose deaths during a 12-month period ending in April of this year. That's an increase of nearly 29% or more than 78,000 deaths from the same period the previous year. Many of the overdose increases came from synthetic opioids, primarily fentanyl, methamphetamine, cocaine, and natural and semi-synthetic opioids. The CDC says overdoses can be prevented using several strategies. Enhance linkage to care, reduce high-risk prescription drug use, increase distribution of and access to naloxone. That's a non-addictive, life-saving drug that can reverse the effects of an opioid overdose when administered in a timely manner. And increase access to risk reduction service. For more health news, go to foxnewshealth.com. House Call for Health on Lisa Brady, Fox News.
What? <laughs> I knew they were coming back. All right. Rock and Roll Handyman Show right here at Super Talk Mississippi. My name is Buddy Slork, your handyman here until they kick me out. And then it'll come about 12 o'clock, <laughs> which it does every Saturday. But that's okay. We'll have fun until then. And just, uh, again, you're welcome to call us, 888-808-8637. That's our Super Talk call-in line. Or you can see Spire. You can text us if you'd like. We'd uh, like to hear what you have to say. Also, on that text line, you can send pictures as well at 601-879-4395. And uh, whatever you might have to uh, add to the program or comment about something we've said, jump on board and be a part of what we're doing right here at Super Talk Mississippi. We'd love to have you. Speaking of the text line, we actually got a text here from Bob in Summit. He said, buddy, uh, the man that built my deck did not use yellow wood. He said it doesn't last long as treated wood. That theory is probably holds some truth. Uh, true pressure-treated wood, which is heavy and is truly pressure-treated through and through, is probably going to have more, uh, be more decay-resistant than yellow wood is going to be. But the trade-off is, I don't know. In my opinion, the trade-off is like use yellow wood and 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 water seal it and stain it properly, and, I, and you'll you'll get plenty of use out of it. Uh, certainly not as good as regular pressure treated, but regular pressure treated is harder to use, a lot heavier to use, uh, and. Some lumberyards stock regular pressure treated, where others stock a product like Yellowwood. And there's definitely a, a, an advantage to using either or. Um, myself, if I were to build my, rebuild my deck, which isn't too far down the road, which I may have to do or I don't want to. I really like the way it looks, but uh, I have to start thinking about structure. Is it structurally sound? I will probably go back with yellow wood, um, and and then just after about three weeks, water seal it probably twice, and maybe even stain it with a Benjamin Moore. They have a great, great deck stain that works extremely well in protecting your product. Uh, I'll probably use something like that on it, and and get the best use out of it that I possibly can. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, yes, what he's saying is true. What your builder is saying is true. Truly pressure-treated material is going to be longer-lasting than yellow wood. But, again, there's a trade-off. We have to figure out which which is best for us at that point in time. Um, and, again, sometimes the builder's choice is the one you should go with. If, if he's accustomed or she's accustomed to using uh, regular pressure-treated, use it. If, if they're more accustomed to using yellow wood, Make sure that it's treated properly afterwards, as well as regular pressure treated should be treated properly afterwards with a water sealer uh, and, and a uh, a stain of some or a paint of some type that is a deck sealant. Um, but using regular pressure treated, you have to wait a period of time for it to dry out completely before you go ahead and stain it. So that would be the difference. It's it's good material. There's nothing wrong with pressure treated. Uh, and no, it's not going to poison anybody around you like there was a, a, a 
train of thought going around about a decade ago, maybe around there, where some pressure treater was actually going to create an arsenic problem with the youth playing on jungle gyms and whatnot made out of pressure treated material. Nada. Nada. I don't agree with that theory at all. All right. Uh, well, talking about mulch, people, you know, a time of the year where they put down new mulch, and uh, mulch is great. But keep in mind, mulch never should go up to touch the siding of your home. From the side of your house to your garden should always be a perimeter of about one foot all the way around the house. And that should be a trench dug. And that trench should be filled with, like, pea gravel or or rocks or stones or something that will actually drain properly. And also it allows your weep holes in your brick to breathe properly. When you stack mulch up against the house, a lot of times they it covers up the weep holes and your house can't drain the moisture out of it properly because the weep holes are all clogged. Um, and that mulch right up to your house is also a way for insects to get closer to your home and be more uh, be easier to get into your house that way. So it's a real good idea if you've got a situation where you've got m- new mulch, you know, make sure that it doesn't touch the house. Make sure that you do have that perimeter all around your house that's about a eight inches or a foot wide that has pea gravel in it that can help an awful lot in preserving the outside of your home and, and can help a good deal in making it everything that it should be. Uh, and, of course, they're making mulch now in all sorts of ways. Uh, they're making uh, rubber mulch nowadays that can be different colors. They're making stone mulch, which can be different colors. Uh, and they're making, of course, the regular pine mulch and pine bark mulch and all that. And some of that, when you replace that, you re- it can carry with it insects that can create problems. So it is time to have your treatment company take a look at you know I've replaced my mulch. You better come take a look at this. And your treatment company will do that to make your insect treatment company or your pest control company or family termite, who I would call, I'd say, hey, Thomas, <laughs> I got a little new mulch. I need you to get out of here. And they'll come out and take a look at it uh, and make sure that it's properly, that you're properly uh, treated against any insects that may be in that mulch to help. Uh, keep them away from getting into your home. All right. Uh, I've been asked to explain again, uh, and I did this about a year ago or so. I don't know how long ago I did this, but I talked about the difference between a board foot and a lineal foot and how lumber has changed over the years where just about everything you buy at any lumber yard or hardware store is done with SKU numbers, that's stock keeping numbers, and that number comes up on the computer and then up, pops up a price. Well, before SKUs came into play, lumber was sold pretty much by the board foot. Now you say, what is a board foot? Well, a board foot and a lineal foot are two different things. A board foot is one inch thick, 12 inches long, and 12 inches wide. That's a true board foot. 
Now, if you take that and cut it right down the center and place them together, then you'll have a 2x6, which is going to measure about uh, 2 inches wide and 6 inches wide. That also is a board foot. But it was a board foot when it was in the rough. When it's been milled, like a 1x12 is milled to its finish, where we buy it at the home centers, where it's a pre-finished material and it's able to, you're able to handle it and it's not rough. It's no longer a full inch thick. It's five-eighths of an inch thick and only about 11 and a half inches wide, maybe even less. But it's still called a board foot. But one foot of that is still a lineal foot. Boy, is that confusing you. <laughs> I don't mean to confuse you, but that's just the way it is. A lineal foot is like, can be a, a foot of anything. I mean, molding, it doesn't matter how many board feet are in that piece of molding. A lineal foot of molding is going to be a lineal, a one-foot-long piece of molding, a one-foot-long piece of whatever. Uh, it can be a lineal foot. A lineal foot is uh, the actual measurement of 12 inches, that's what a lineal foot is. But a board foot is is one inch thick again, 12 inches long and 12 inches wide. That is a board foot of lumber. Uh, so I hope I hope that makes some sense to some people. Uh, matter of fact, growing up, I worked in lumber yards where we had to actually factor in when people would buy two-by-fours, we had to actually figure out how many lineal feet of 2x4 were being bought, and then multiply that number by 667, because in a 2x4, there's only two-thirds of a board foot in there, because lumber at that time was sold by the board foot. And so we had to actually determine how many board feet of lumber you were buying, and factor it times the price, and that would give you your price for the material. Uh, it was the long way around, folks, but most of it now has been used with the technology of today, and all that is factored into uh, to create SKUs, stock-keeping numbers, stock-keeping units, uh, and that can help a great deal in in your sales force because at your point of sale, you don't any longer need super experienced help in order to sell that material all they have to do is read the stock keeping number and they have machines that can read that and just all sorts of you know blip blip and it's all red matter of fact you can even check out yourself in a lot of places and they have machines that read the stock keeping number and check it out and that's the easiest way to go whereas in the old days you had to have really experienced help behind the counter to to understand how to sell building material in a lumberyard Nowadays, you don't. Uh, but that doesn't mean there's, that the uh, old school people still aren't uh, not out there, because they are. <laughs> They're uh, few and far between, but they still are out there and exist. So that's And I think board foot is probably used a lot in the uh, logging industry. And there's a lot of that going on here in Mississippi, where people are actually logging uh, hardwoods and chopping down hardwoods and 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 milling them and, and, and turning them into beautiful pieces of wood and all that, generally speaking, I think today is still a board foot is uh, an important element in the factoring in of all that material. Uh, and I'm sure that the industry is 
stepped up to use some of the technology available to make that a little easier and to have less experienced help on board uh, in factoring and, and, and more experienced help on board as far as uh, uh, harvesting this material. So in the logging industry, that still that still exists in the logging industry, a board foot. Uh, and and you know, that's just basically what it is. And it still really exists in the regular building material industry, only we don't see it. It happens just like magic. Do you believe in magic? Uh, love and Spoonful. <laughs> yeah, I remember that song. All right, uh, that's a board foot. Uh, and I hope that I hope that doesn't confuse a lot of people. Uh, and is it necessary that you know that? No, it's really not. But is it interesting? I think it is. I think it is. Well, weather stripping is so important this time of year. I mean, there's so many types of different weather stripping out there to weather strip windows, weather strip doors, to weather strip anything at all. Weather stripping can really prevent cool air from coming into your house. Two things that can prevent air infiltration right now and today. Caulking and weather stripping. And the best caulking, I believe, to use is acrylic latex caulking. It's available in many different colors, and it's available in, it's paintable, it's water cleanup, it's easy to use, it can fill gaps like crazy, uh, and then use weather stripping. And there's so many types of weather stripping available today that you have a pretty good, you have to have a pretty good idea of what you're going to use going in before you can apply the weather stripping to a certain particular area. Make sure that you get the type that you need to do the project that you want to do. And uh, you too can have a, a, a tighter home and a, and, and a, a nicer home. I want to mention also that uh, the, on the handyman group on Facebook that some of my sponsors have lately been adding comments on there that are valid, very, very, very good comments. And I welcome any VIP sponsor to jump on board and use that as a platform to get out their material and talk about their material because some people are very interested in that handyman group page. And it's very easy to get to just join the handyman group as far as facebook is concerned and you too can check out certain things on the handyman page where uh you know you can see what different vendors and different sponsors are saying about a particular product and find out about it as well as you can the handyman page on facebook check it out it's worth checking out for sure because uh even i look at it and go wow that's amazing i didn't know that that's what happens Hey, you're listening to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show here on Super Talk Mississippi. My name is Buddy. Be back in just a few. Don't you go away. We're right here on Super Talk. Super Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. 
with 12 stations covering all 82 counties. If it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. Your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro. Brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. Feeling down? Here's your prescription for a daily dose of good news and positive vibes. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Every afternoon, Rebecca highlights all the good things happening right here in the state you call home. Daily exposure to good things with Rebecca Turner may cause smiling, feelings of positivity, happiness, and even laughter. When you experience these symptoms, tell your friends to listen. Okay. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. Take a pause. Oh, hold on. Let me grab that. Take a pause. Hello? Uh, all right, Baxter. Let me get back to you. Now, what if your dog could call you at any time that they wanted to? Dr. Ileana Hersky-Douglas at the University of Glasgow has been working on that. There are already plenty of gadgets that let you talk to your dog remotely, but the doctor wanted to come up with a device that lets the dogs do the dialing. Animals can be active users of technology. She said she put a device inside a ball and connected that to her laptop at home so when her dog, Zach, would shake that ball, the laptop would come on and dial into her at work with a video call. When we first demonstrated the ball to him, he got like a, a bit confused, he whined a bit. Um, but after that, he was perfectly fine with it. Dog phone isn't ready for market yet, but soon you may be able to knick-knack, patty-whack, give the dog a phone. Take a pause. Jill Nato, Fox News. Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Hear the show Saturdays at 1, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. This is Poll Perry with Fox News Director of Polling, Dana Blanton. Gas prices are at a seven-year high. No wonder most, 72%, say prices at the pump pose a financial hardship for their family. Our Fox News survey also asked, what should President Biden do to bring down prices? A majority says, take action. Relax regulations on domestic drilling or open strategic oil reserves. But one in four says, do nothing. Either keep costs high to discourage people from driving or let the market decide prices. A third of voters believe Biden is happy about higher gas prices because it'll spur use of alternative energy. A recent comment from White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki explains why they might think that. Look, our view is that the rise in gas prices over the long term makes an even stronger case for doubling down our investment and our focus on clean energy options. But it's hard to believe Biden's happy given the 10-point drop in his approval rating. I'm Dana Blanton. That's your poll Purry. 
with traditional possum steel. We're having a redneck Christmas. Folks at it and laugh it too. I like it. Handyman Show. Apt to play anything here on the Handyman Show, and I like it. Redneck Christmas. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I think you know who that is. Yeah, well, we're not going to talk about that one. <laughs> oh, well, that's great. I like it. Um, just threw my train of thought right out the window. <laughs> I'm, just got redneck Christmas on your mind. That's all I can think of. The rest of the day, it's stuck in there. It's going to be in my brain all day long. Hey, take a minute to tell you about Atlas Foundation, one of the better foundation companies around. Uh, Tony Arpino, I've known Tony for many years, and Tony's a thorough, absolute, wants to take care of business properly the right way and will take care of your foundation the way it should be taken care of. You can call Tony Arpino anytime at 800 800- Two five six, ten ten, and uh, he can give you advice over the phone. He'll be happy to come to your site and give you a free estimate. Uh, and when he does contract a job, it's you don't have large trucks driving on your yard. You don't have people just all over the place. Two people, a small truck. They take care of business and they do it right and they do it in a timely manner and get it done. And there's no disruption to your family life or very little disruption to your family life whatsoever. So it's a, it's a good thing to do. Give them a call at 800-256-1010, Atlas Foundation. Um, I really do believe the best foundation company around and, and can help you many, many ways. So give them a call. He wishes each and every one of you Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and uh, just uh, thank you. Thank you, Tony, for being uh, a... VIP sponsor for many years on this here program. Atlas Foundation, great foundation company. Check them out. You'll be happy you did. They do a good job. All right. Um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, any kind of sliding door or sliding window. Uh, and it's just important that the track remains clean. And how do you achieve that? Well, a lot of times just by vacuuming out the track is the first thing you can do. Vacuum all the things that may have flown in there by accident and whatever and get get rid of all that. And then to clean it, the best thing to do is spray some WD-40 on it and take a rag and wipe it down. Just clean it right out. And, yeah, some black stuff's going to come up on that rag and you're going to go, oh, oh. But get it good and clean. And then... The good part about WD-40 is a great cleaner, by the way, but it's also a very light lubricant, and it can work to make your patio door, your patio screens, or your window, sliding windows, or your anything at all that slides on a track. Your shower doors, particularly, uh, can slide on a track, but anything like that can help a good deal and can really make your life a lot easier by keeping those somewhat clean and make your door a lot easier to open, make your windows a lot easier to open. And, uh, and that that needs to happen. You need to keep those tracks as clean as they can be kept, and it'll, it'll really make your life a little easier to live by. And that's, that's what should be done. Another issue that people kind of deal with is uh, 
I, I think B.J. Thomas said it better, best when he said, raindrops falling on my head. Well, if you've got a hip roof, which means that the roof line is coming all the way down to the siding of your home on every side, and you don't have gutters, then over the entryway, water is pouring down off this hip roof onto your walkway, into your entryway. Therefore, your guests and yourself and your wife and your children are getting wet. Well, that can be uh, taken care of by using rain diverters. Uh, These are just type of uh, flashing that's put up on your roof and actually diverts the water away from that opening. And this is used mostly for people who don't have gutters. And there are a lot of houses out there without gutters on them. Um, Gutters are great, but they need to be taken care of. And that's important to do, just to take care of that gutter the way it should be taken care of. But if you don't have gutters, then you need a rain diverter over your entryway to make it a little easier. Uh, and it will make it a little easier. Uh, yes. By the way, uh, Mike from Houston sent us a text, and he wants to know if you could get this. A bored foot is asleep. B O R D. Well, B-O-R-E-D, foot, is asleep. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> yeah, well, then, then then, there's two meanings to board foot. <laughs> my feet ain't bored. My, my feet is going to be dancing, man. <laughs> but, yeah, that's true. Uh, board foot is, uh, is asleep. <laughs> well, Mike, it's good to know you're listening and you're paying attention to what... How, how how you've actually found another meeting for board foot. <laughs> we appreciate it, Mike. Thank you. Uh, he's a regular listener. I, I, he has been for years and, and will be, I'm sure, for a long, long time. All right. Telltale signs of foundation problems. What are they? What are they? What are they? Well, Look at the interior of your walls, up, up above your doors and above your windows. If you have a diagonal crack going from the top of your window or door to your ceiling, that's a telltale sign of a foundation situation. Same is true on the outside where your brick, if you have a, a, a angular crack from the top of your doorway to whether it be a garage door, your entry door, or your windows in your home, where you have a crack in the motor line that kind of wiggle waggles all the way up at an angle, well, that's a sign of a little foundation situation going on or some settling, particularly in new homes, a settling of the foundation. That doesn't necessarily mean that you have foundation problems, but it does mean that you have some settling going on. Now, there's a lot of difference between a serious foundation problem and settling. Settling just is is something that happens. Every home kind of sets down a little bit uh, and gets more and more into place. Uh, And there is some settling pretty much had in every house that's been been built. Uh, But foundation problems need to be taken care of. The last thing we need to have is a foundation problem because it can create major problems in the closing of doors and the closing of windows and the operating of doors and windows. Uh, Foundation problems can be pretty, pretty, pretty devastating. Uh, And a lot of people will tell you that, as well as somewhat expensive, too, to get them corrected. 
uh, and you want to make sure they're corrected properly. Uh, so that's telltale signs of foundation problems. That's something you need to look at and 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 be sure of uh, that that all those are taken care of the best way they can be. Um, and let's see, we talked about cleaning tracks. Yeah, you need to keep the tracks on your patio door cleaning you. Your sliding windows clean, and that'll help so very, very much. But uh, pretty much that's the handyman show for today, and we're going to talk from the rest of the program about what a great season this is and how people are really coming together and just making it the better season than it would be otherwise because people somehow offer more concern and care and love for one another than they would normally. And I, I hope that continues, and I hope people really do get on board with that and realize that we might think different thoughts we might even be different colors but guess what we're all still people we all still have hearts and souls hey have a great season buddy slowak mississippi sandy mandy back next week talk to you then on super talk mississippi Mississippi News doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state. From stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports. Your Mississippi News. All the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. Gallo knows Mississippi better than anyone. No one gets better interviews than him. Gallo. He asks all the questions everybody wants to know. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up-to-the-minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network, Supertalk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. A military veteran who doesn't let a disease stop him from doing what he loves the most makes today's Dean's List. Norman Greenstein is known as the Parkinson's painter. In high school, his art teacher said he'd never make it as an artist. So he did other things for a career. He still did his art from time to time, but never as a full-time job. But after being diagnosed with Parkinson's three years ago, Norman decided to take up his passion again full-time and wanted to raise awareness for those that live with the same illness. Gabe Greenstein says his father continues to fight through his challenges to do what he loves. An online gallery was launched to feature his beautiful art. In 2018, Norman, who lives in Hartford, Connecticut, began selling his first paintings, with galleries exhibiting his work. The team is also working on releasing Norm's first digital art collection. Well done, Norman. Keep on doing what you love. That's what life is all about. Janice Dean, Fox News. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.